Welcome everybody to episode 89 of your favorite tech podcast, Beards of Tech. Um, not to be confused with I for O, some <laughs> other podcast that happened in the past. We don't, um, we don't talk about that one anymore. We don't talk about it. Speaking of which, that countdown is the first time I've ever counted in reverse in Spanish. So kudos to that. That was a weird experience, but it was only from Impressive. three. Yeah. I counted down from three, guys. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> Careful there. Don't want to spread the, two, the kudos too far around. Um, but yeah, so literally nothing in terms of tech news has happened since our last episode. Also, to a personal message to our viewers and listeners, we don't have any viewers now because we're still working on the Twitch stuff. Um, thanks for bearing with us. We have a little bit of time in between our last episode and this one, I believe. So um, it's a process, but I think we're finally falling back into our Sunday routine. Um, I would like to do Sunday episodes um, because it seems to be the, the day that works best for all of us. Um, but we'll see. We have a lot of tech news to get through because we're a tech news podcast and there's news that yeah. involves technology. Uh, and, yes. That's yeah. a, that happens on a daily basis, Matt. It there's does. There's no lack of tech news. Tech on a daily basis with yes. which we cover on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, that beautiful voice that you're hearing in the distance is Irvin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> I like that. It's ready to go. Like, my, your gain was like pretty high, and my headphone volume was up pretty high, so that like that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Great. Yes. Please. That other lovely voice that you heard chuckling at Urban was none other than Mr. Wayne himself. Hola. Yeah. Oh man, should we do the whole podcast in Spanish? Oh, man, that was that good at. Yeah. Can we be limited to five words because that's all I know pretty much. <laughs> all I can do is count and say hola, so that's fine. Um, tech involves numbers, right? It's all, it's all a game of numbers. Um, but yeah, speaking of numbers, we have to get through a few episodes or a few articles. Um, what? Do you know how to say fire in Spanish? Uh, fuego. There we go. Hey, We're off to a great start. Beer is cerveza, which I had one of those earlier. Um, and house is casa, because I learned that. Um, also, speaking of casa, the casa roof es fuego. <laughs> the roof is on fire at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, Not that in out. a good way. That was an international segue for those of you who aren't familiar. Um, Tesla is currently in game. Not Tesla. It's Solar City. I don't know why that. It's, no, Tesla, it is. Okay, so yes. it's Tesla. Yes. So Tesla is like the alphabet of boring company. No. Solar City. Oh. Solar City's dead because Tesla bought it and then now it's just Tesla. I thought they were operating under. But Solar City name is, oh, doesn't Solar. really doesn't exist anymore. Uh, it's all under Tesla Energy well, brand. Well, was Solar City? It was still originally created by Elon Musk, right? It was just. Nah, he Tesla. was an he was investor. Wasn't it he like was his investor? Created, yeah, cousin. Yeah. Yeah. So Gosh, either way, Tesla, not Solar City, is engaged in a widespread systematic negligence, according to the Walmart lawsuit. So for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, Walmart filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit against Tesla on Tuesday, uh, saying that they have negligent installation and maintenance of solar panels, which caused fires on the roof of as many as seven Walmart stores since 2012. Um 
this to me seems odd um just especially because most of these were built by solar city and not tesla uh, a company that now no longer exists according to the conversation that literally just happened um but this seems really weird that walmart would try to do this i don't like it seems like once you install a solar roof it's yours to manage in that way does tesla like come back and maintain these under contract or urban do you know anything about this i feel like if anybody would know i actually don't um um yeah i don't know much about that particular process of who maintain i'm pretty sure they maintain like i mean who else would you call if you have any issues with it yeah besides the people who installed it yeah right would install it um so yeah, to me this this lawsuit was a little fishy from the beginning, because um, the first instance didn't occur un- like until 2012, and then there's a lot of time in between, so it doesn't seem like it's a widespread issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, um, um, the exact part of the lawsuit that Walmart shared. Uh, wasn't the full thing, and people online, of course, uh, published Tesla's response uh, online um, in the litigation, and uh, Tesla doesn't like to hold back. Their lawyers go at people who try to go at them <laughs> full, full, on, full on, so they didn't hold back in their response. Um, so as a... Um, as a short uh, thing, as of those 244 systems are offline, not because they are inoperable and safe, but because Walmart unfairly seeks to exploit claims as, as it asserted concerning just four other systems. And uh, yeah, a lot of legal speak mm-hmm. um, <laughs> lawyers, uh, which have a hard time reading. Um, for over a year now, Tesla has made extensive efforts to accommodate Walmart's uh, inconsistent and shifting position, repeated delays and unreasonable demands, all to add a significant cost to Tesla. My client continues to prefer a business solution to, this, to, this, to the dispute, but Walmart's conduct has put the parties in a collision course for litigation. So, so they, Tesla is putting the blame on on Walmart for getting it to this far. To, for, according to Tesla, they've tried everything to to fix the issue, to look into it. But from what it seems like, from Tesla's point of view, every Walmart has done nothing to help that, and their only yeah. solution in their eyes was to sue them. Also, uh, like, wasn't the last fire to happen in 2018? Mm-hmm. Like it was over a year ago, or almost a year ago. March 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And then so there's a lot of time between it. So if I understand, if like ten roofs caught on fire within a span of a month, right? That's a weird occurrence that might be caused by a defective production of a particular subset of panels, right? You can investigate that when they were made, where they're made, who was responsible for checking the quality control on those particular panels. But these spread out. There doesn't seem like a systematic issue with um, what Walmart seems to claim. So um, I, I don't know much about solar panels, but what's involved in the maintenance? Apparently they were saying, like, so Walmart listed several issues that happened with these. Um, Are these, like, windows that have to be cleaned and maybe if they get, like, moisture inside, they 
get hot and burn or something. Yeah, like. so it said that uh, many of the solar panels inspected by Walmart were suffering from hot spots, which resulted in cracking of the back sheets and solar modules and compromising electrical insulation. Um, they also said uh, Tesla had flagged or identified hot spots by placing pieces of tape over the affected areas. And because this tape prevented sunlight from reaching the solar panel, it exacerbated the problem by further concentrating the heat. Um, and then it says they failed to torque or tighten field-made connectors, and the lack of torquing led to moisture and water intrusion. So it seems like a number of issues just caused compromises in like the over, overall structure of the solar panels themselves, um, causing either electrical failures or water to get into the system, which caused shorts, and then there you have fires that come out of that. Damn. So... So it the, sounds like Walmart was supposed to call Tesla when they saw these spots, and they didn't. They just slapped some tape on it and said, oh, we'll let it ride. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying Tesla had identified hotspots by placing the tape, but I don't know if – like it, this could just be like a, a he said, she said, or like a they right. said, like so, kind of like bickering back and forth between these two companies. And I feel like there's more to come from this um, just because like, it, like, like Irvin was saying, it's fishy. Because you have one fire in 2012, one in 2016, and then 2017, and then you have a string of fires in 2018 um, over the course of months. Um, but this is weird. And then apparently even after Tesla deactivated all of the solar panels, another one caught on fire. So it's like, it. I guess that kind of prompted them to sue because after repeated attempts to communicate with Tesla, they failed, but... It, like 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 I can't I can't help but think it's fishy and I, I feel like most of that is like my relationship with Walmart and thinking that their business isn't trustworthy and like the executives <laughs> would be trying like it just yeah. seems sketchy that it's Walmart it would be like it would be almost as if like Comcast was suing a company because of failures and it's like oh you're the one with problems now <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, speculating oh. here but it seems like if, there, if there's a sudden oh. string of fires there was probably a, a certain time before 2012 when they had all these things installed in all their Walmart stores, like a giant mass installation. Now it's like their warranty is ending. <laughs> all these fires <laughs> so it's like, oh, we'll just throw a lawsuit at them and hopefully they'll send us some free ones or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh man, your two-year manufacturer warranty's out. Right. <laughs> gonna have to get rid of it. <laughs> That's funny. Also, like, I wonder if, like, and, and also there's a lot of details that are being left out of this, like, was Walmart using these panels well beyond the expected lifetime of the solar panels, mm. like was can, Wal- yeah, because they're warranted for like 25 years, I think. Oh, okay. Was Walmart oh. like doing its own repairs to them? Were there like were there teams that were maintaining the building itself? Was there any damage that happened? Were these placed in areas with like really bad inclement weather that Tesla might not have accounted for in the design of the solar panels? There's like a lot of variables that aren't. Because like you, if you get like Walmart is Walmart buildings are notorious for being set up in like pretty like remote areas in terms of like where they're located. Like that was their big thing. They set up in like the middle of country towns and things like that. So areas that are probably more prone to worse weather than other areas, like snowstorms or things of that nature. So I think it remains to be seen what's going to happen from this. Um, but sure, apparently, sure both companies are at fault to some extent. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they wouldn't be accusing each other if they weren't. Yeah. I so mean, um, the, uh, the um, there's been an update on the news that it looks like the suit has been put on hold, and now Walmart and Tesla are looking forward to addressing all the issues and re-energizing the installation at Walmart stores. They're working together 
Um, that was the, the statement they have released. So it looks like the lawsuits on hold at the moment, and they're kind of trying to make up, make so, out, make yeah. up, make out, <laughs> make out. <laughs> a, Maybe they both just have a <laughs> equally large they, amount of dirt on each other, and they're just right. trying to Maybe. not take each other down. Try to says like, all right, fine, you get the free warranty. Adult, not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, try to try to work this out as adults and not bicker like children. Yeah. I hate when companies do that. When they just bicker. Yeah. yeah. Just point fingers and no, it's your fault. No, you, you it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Just get out. It's the Walmart edition of Let Me Speak to Your Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the short haircut? Walmart. <laughs> They're trying to help Karen each other. <laughs> I guess you could say that they have a lot of notes on each other. Oh. 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 This note did not catch on fire yet. Oh, boy. Yeah. I keep waiting for that because they keep talking about all the tech in it. So, what for those of you who aren't aware by now, um, the new notes that we're talking about are the Galaxy Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus. Um, Giant. Just. Just 6.8 inch screen. Just that plus. Yeah, the 6.8. Yeah, it's insane. It's a tablet. It is. Sorry. But it's like a 6.8 inch screen in a phone that is not that that big, I guess. Yeah, because now it's all in, their entire phone is a screen. So yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's surprisingly light, according to um, according to some reviewers that I've been watching online. Like it's a shockingly light phone to hold in the hand. Um, weighing in at the weight is invisible, or it's not there in the spec sheet. It's invisible. It's invisible. <laughs> the phone is invisible. <laughs> it weighs nothing. Oh my god. It um, weighs but um, yeah, so like the fact that I just that one statement that I made alone, I believe, is different from literally every other Note phone that has ever been made. The fact that there's a Note 10 and a Note 10 Plus. Because last time I checked, the Note was just one phone. Yeah. The Note 9, the Note 8, the Note 7. We won't talk about that one. The Note 6, the Note 5, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the Note 10 is the first one where they have actually divided specs like the S10 and the S10 Plus into new phones. Which, like, so I, I have a couple of uh, a couple of things. One of them is, like, weird. Another one is, like, kind of a, bra- a branching off of that in, like, a speculative kind of way. So, one, I find it really weird that they got rid of the headphone jack. I mean, it's very courageous of them, but it just seems really weird for the Note line. Uh, two, the fact that they split this into two separate devices. Like, do you think it's a, there's a possibility that Samsung gets rid of the S line of phones and just leaves the Note? Because uh, it seems kind of redundant. I don't see that because nobody, not everybody wants a pen thing. That's just a gimmick for a lot of people. Some people love it. The people who love it will always just buy that note because that's pretty much the only phone you can get a dedicated like built-in stylus with nowadays. Yeah. It's not really something that other manufacturers offer, mm-hmm. so it's very niche. But the people who love it will always continue to just buy notes, even though they might catch on fire sometimes. They don't really care. Like nobody seems to talk about that, but that was a pretty big issue. Like I fly <laughs> a lot, and it was announced before yep, every flight. Mm-hmm. They specifically named the Samsung. Galaxy Note. Note 7, if you have that on your phone, you cannot board this thing. They repeatedly said that on every single... It was, it was sung through the terminals of every airport 
in America and I'm sure around the world too, and people just still buy Samsung Notes. So it really didn't do any damage. So people who love their Notes will continue to buy them, mm-hmm. and I th- I think they're gonna keep this line until it keeps selling. People want yeah. giant phones with styluses. This one's blowing up. Its sales are blowing up. In terms of redundancy, Samsung's really worked themselves into having two different flagship lines. Yeah. So they can have multiple iterations. They can go yeah. any way they want with mm-hmm. either line. Right. It's really kind of weird. impressive. Yeah, they have the Note series for the pen, they have the S series for the flagship, and then they have their, you know, lower end series like J and other letters. I forget. Right. And the A. Or A series. Yeah. And the J um, series and the S series. So, yeah. yeah. So they have every price point um, hit. So they're covering all their bases. But yeah. two um, flagships. Two. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean... But um, so there's some important distinctions between these phones now that they have decided to split the feature set into two phones. We have to – I feel like anybody looking to purchase one of these notes, um, there's a couple of iconic features that are only available in the larger mm-hmm. variant of this device. Yeah. Um, so, for example, uh, if you want expandable storage, Samsungs have notoriously been open to SD card expansion for their internal storage, offering um, – if you had it uh, – up to one terabyte of storage should you have opted to purchase the 512 gigabytes uh, micro SD card. Um, but if you only want the Note 10, which by itself is like, what, a six? it's a 6.3-inch dynamic AMOLED 1080p display. So if you want, if a 6.3-inch screen is a size for you, you can only get 256 gigabytes of internal storage, non-expandable. With no headphone jack, you also lose only the yeah you, yeah <laughs> yeah you also lose a rear camera as well um, with a depth sensor, and you appear to lose a little bit in terms of the battery. So it's a and smaller the speed battery. that it can charge. So the one thing that they um, uh, touted was the really fast. It's a 45 watt charge on the 10 plus, which is enormous 45 watts it's, that's what a lot of laptops like small thin and light laptops i was gonna say that's at. 15 watts higher than an ipad pro yeah the ipad weird. pro is a 30 watt charger and this is a 45 watt wireless connection yeah so if you wow. want no wired yeah wired. yeah that's why i'm like this thing could actually explode <laughs> <laughs> so if you want that high speed of charging that only comes on a note 10 as well um yeah, yeah so also now it's you, got a it's got the note 10 plus has 12 gigs of ram versus eight yeah versus eight so yeah for if you want all the bells and whistles you need all those features you gotta go with the note 10 uh plus they do now have one terabyte um micro sd cards it costs 449 dollars if you want it (laughs) um so you can expand your phone to 1.5 terabytes of storage I think that's ridiculous. You probably could actually. <laughs> you probably could. I think you. I think there. I think probably Plex. Could. Yeah, actually, Plex the the mobile app did add an option to allow for on device servers. Yeah. So you, I think you can actually have a server. You could buy a Note 10 Plus, stick an stick an adapter on it, put that thing on a rack, and then you have a Plex server. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, we should make a video. We would go up against Linus and say, yo, check out our Plex server. Yeah, it's uh, four <laughs> Galaxy Note 10 Pluses. <laughs> in an array. Yeah, in, in an array. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, the tiniest, it's like in a little, like, cute little Ikea rack. 
Yeah. It's like sits on a desk. A single like fan. Your notes slide out. Yeah, I'm single. <laughs> then, I like this. Right. <laughs> Instead of a NAS, just call it a note. <laughs> the note stand. Yeah, the <laughs> note stand. For those of you who don't know, a NAS is a network attached storage. Um, so it's like a, a bay of hard drives that you can run like either Linux or whatever software on it and use it for uh, like basically just adding more storage to literally your network so you can connect to a drive from the cloud inside of your home network. But yeah, um, I really don't like the direction Samsung's going with the Note because to me the Note has always been this one entity that has had all the features and it has had no compromises in any way whatsoever. But now it just seems like they're kind of tearing that out into a 6.3 inch or a 6.8 inch. And I feel like the people who appreciated the expandable storage may not necessarily all want a nearly seven inch phone, which is basically just a tablet. Well, to me, it looks like they're modeling it exactly off the Google pixel, the pixel line. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like that. I guess, I guess they're going to keep the S as like the flagship flagship. And this will be like the background, like the XL. I mean like the, the three a, yeah. Um, so they got like their XL and their their regular here. I mean, yeah. it, I, iPhone's doing the same thing. They got the XS and the XR and the. Yeah, this is the mean, weird. It's just weird that like some of them do the tiered phones where they have the one phone at the either the high end or the low end, and then they have two phones at their like standard range, which I would refer to as probably the S and the S S10 or the S10 and the S10 Plus. Either way, it, it's just it's it's a crazy phone. Yeah. Like, super powerful phone. I, that battery stands out to me. That 4,300 milliamp or megaamps, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, 4,300 milliamp. Yeah. Giant yeah, that's phone. You, that's, you need that big battery to run that giant display. That's a thick punch. battery for thick phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I did see it. In, I was in the Best Buy uh, yesterday. Was I guess, and I was I was playing around with it. And it didn't seem that big. It's pretty lightweight. Um, the it the hardware on it is pretty awesome. I mean, Samsung's always great with hardware, but. You know, the operating system's always their Achilles heel where it's just Android with a ton of bricks. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have that gross skin on it. And granted, it has improved over the years. Um, my work phone is an S9, and, like, the UI on it is not the worst UI I've ever seen in my life. As opposed, right. it's, it's, it's certainly no touch waste. Yeah, they've done some serious uh, upgrades yeah. to the actual UI. Right. Um, did you guys... So you remember those videos that uh, uh, Samsung published about... Uh, making fun of the iPhone a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They removed all of them from where the, they go from, from the their YouTube channel because they were making fun of them having a headphone jack and Apple not having one, and now they can't make that claim. <laughs> so they just removed <laughs> all those videos. Yep. It's like the cost of courage. He's never, never happened. happened. <laughs> never happened. They're like, what videos with the with the headphone jack? What are you talking about? <laughs> At least they can leave up the notch part of the uh, oh, the, the guy or the, or the, the guy had the the guy had the notch haircut. Yeah. <laughs> At least they can leave that in. Yeah, like, but now it. the guy has a, a a circle in his head because they hole punch. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. with the hole punch? Oh yeah, that's the other thing. It doesn't have a notch. It has the this, the camera hole punched into the display. Apparently next year we're gonna see a smartphone that's gonna launch with an in-screen camera. Uh, apparently that technology has been patented by what was it Xiaomi or um, one of those Chinese phone manufacturers. So we saw the, the like the hole punch technology get patented from 
other companies before Samsung and then Samsung rolled it out. So I wonder if like one, we're only like one generation away from truly bezel-less displays. I'd be curious to see that if um if we have that kind of technology because it's weird because Samsung makes all of these panels but they don't put it in their display. Like there's there's there are phone manufacturers with better and higher end AMOLED displays but Samsung for some reason doesn't do all of the things with their display. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. But I mean if, if they're playing with that Note 10 um yesterday the the bezels are really like they're already wrapped they've wrapped around for a while now but they're it's really thin. Like yeah. how much further do you go? You just make it translucent apparently. You just see the, the processor and the RAM inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently the thing is a pain in the ass to get on video because of the back of it. It's got that weird like pearlescent like fish skin kind of like rainbow looking effect going on with the back. Apparently all the reviewers were saying that it's a, a huge pain to get on camera. It's the hardest phone they've ever filmed in terms of video reviews. So if you're trying to take a picture of it to send to your friends, it's going to be a bad time apparently. But either way. Just throw it out. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Just throw it out. Throw it's it all out. garbage. It blows up. <laughs> my, so, favorite, my, favorite was, <laughs> my favorite thing ever about that whole Note 7 3 was the GTA mod that they made where it replaced <laughs> the hand grenades with Note 7s. So you just throw Note 7s and it blows up like a hand grenade. Oh, so good. Oh, man. So, was... Matt, when do you think uh, the Note, this new Note will get the next version of Android? Uh, I don't know, but I know what something that I do know is that it won't be a dessert. No, <laughs> I'm so sad. We used to like have a lot of fun in guessing what the what the next version of Android is gonna be. Can I get an F in the chat, please, for mm. Note Seven or not the Note Seven for the <laughs> for the Android dessert nomenclature for their versions? Yeah. Um, for those of you who aren't aware of what the hell just happened uh google announced that the next major version of android will be named android 10 and they've that's it not android 10 twinkie <laughs> not android 10 i don't know another dessert that begins with t off the top Twizzler. of my head it's not Latiz, Latiz not even the next letter it's cute. exactly yeah it's cute yeah um, maybe they had trouble oops. coming up with a cute dessert they're like <laughs> they fuck it oh <laughs> like whatever we're just gonna move to 10 just go yeah. with numbers we're gonna be boring now urban we're adults now we're allowed to curse <laughs> no i caught myself <laughs> <laughs> no it's okay um but yeah they have decided to move past their dessert inspired names for the operating system which really sucks so just to go through the entire history of android let's see if i can remember it so we have cupcake we have donuts we have Eclair? We have Froyo. We have gingerbread. We have uh, gingerbread, honeycomb, uh, ice cream sandwich, uh, jelly bean, Kit Kat, no. lollipop, marshmallow, no. lollipop. Marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow. Marshmallow? Was yeah. that one? Yeah, Android M. Nougat, um, Oreo, pie, and that's it. That's it. That was pie is yeah. the last uh, dessert. Amazing. Yeah, dude, it's marshmallow. Look it up. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. 
You're that right. is a hell of a recall from a current iPhone user. <laughs> I just got to put that yeah. out there. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and say that that was not cheating. That's off the top of my head. Um, but hey, who's counting, right? Good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that doesn't include, like, what was it, Android Alpha and Beta that were right yeah. before that? That's what it was called. Alpha and Beta, yep. Yeah, those were lesser-known desserts. Uh, (laughs) so it looks like we're done with that um had to get one last rattle off of the dessert names before that they also upgraded Uh, the the design of the logo the android font uh, or the the way that they write android and the little what's uh, he has a name the android guy yeah he he has a name for andy Andy. (laughs) (laughs) no idea what the drug we don't talk about him anymore he was caught up some bad things (laughs) Andy, Andy Rubin's a scumbag. Fuck that guy. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Anybody who wants to understand why we're so angry at Andy Rubin can just literally Google his name and then you'll find out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, they said apparently that the dessert names weren't always understood by everybody in the global community, but I don't know where that's coming from because everybody understands pie. So I don't understand why that was a problem for people. You know, pie is American thing. People also, don't eat pie like, outside of the United States. Yeah, yeah, but like back in college, it was like, oh, dude, yo, did you get the latest version of Android? Dude, gingerbread came out. And people were like, what? Gingerbread? That's really crazy. And I was like, yeah, dude, guess what? Android names their software off of desserts because they're cool and hip. And they're like, wow, I got to get me an Android phone. Matt, it seems like... <laughs> You didn't have any friends in college. No, my friends were. No, none of your friends understood what you're talking about. No, no. The, my friend told me you got to get gingerbread. And I was like, wow, that's a really great way to name your phones. So actually, Irvin, excuse you. I had the best friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We were aware of these dessert names. Yeah, I can't wait till 5% of Android users will get this version coming out <laughs> in October. And that for was, the next for five years. Of all the things that were said, that was truly the sickest burn possible on Android. But, you know what? Those Urban, those 5% of Android users are going to love it. They're the most passionate group. They are. Yeah. Thompson AKA, will get it. Tom, Thompson will now be one of those people. AKA Brian Yeah. yeah. Yep. Can I just go ahead and say that everybody on the podcast now is, whether they know it or not, going to always be on the latest version of whatever operating system they have? Kyle, not so not so long in the future. He'll get rolled <laughs> off, but he'll probably end up upgrading before that happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, the end of an era. No more guessing what the next uh, dessert name will be. No one, because it won't happen. You know what? We should keep it going. We should keep going, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll look up Android Q. I I have a picture in front of those statues that they had in front of when I went to the Google campus back in, like, I don't know what it was, 2014? No, 2013 or something like that. I have a picture of myself in front of those statues because I was that person. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta, I I should go do that. Uh, but no more. Looking for cues right now. Uh, it's a sweet in Portugal. Quijadin, I don't know, something like that. Um, let's go with Quindam or Queen of Pudding. That's better. That's easy. Android Queen of Pudding is set to release in the fall. Um, also, 
this isn't actually in our list of articles, but I do kind of want to talk about it because I just in our in the upcoming section of Mac rumors, I just saw an article that reminded me of it. Have you guys heard about what's happening to the Apple credit cards? Uh, yeah, don't put them in your pocket with yeah, leather. The, the official jeans. Apple statement is don't put it in leather, which is pretty much every wallet. It's like, so wow, don't, how don't did that put it in a wallet? How did that not get noticed in testing? <laughs> Yeah, Thompson, I don't know if you know about this, but the um, the Apple credit cards, I don't know if you're aware of them. Do you know what they are? Um, uh, I am a pleb, but I am aware of them. <laughs> the Apple credit card, a.k.a. Apple's latest statement piece for its diehard fans. Um, it is a credit card that has been in partnership with Goldman Sachs. It's not the greatest credit card in terms of rewards, but it's good if you buy a lot of Apple products. You get 3% cash back at apple stores two percent cash back if you use apple pay and then one percent everywhere else but they just partner with uber you get three percent on uber oh nice if you use it with uber um yeah cool. i think i'm the only one on the show who has one i think so um i, I don't have the i don't have the physical card because it got shipped to somewhere else which i haven't been in like three weeks so i don't have it yet but i can use the digital version through apple pay and i have been so yeah. I made it my default on Uber. I used it last night a couple times, and I got a couple bucks back from so you're, trips on Uber. So you're using it the way Apple intended, without the card. Yeah, the card is the meant card. to just sit yeah. in some like photo album because it's yeah. a piece of art. It's just to 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 say, hey, I am that person. It's physically, a it's a statement piece. Yes. Yeah. Which I I feel weird not being able to do that because that's the reason I got it. And I can't show it off. It's like, hey, look at me. I have an Apple card. How are you supposed how to flex? How cool I am. Exactly. Yeah. That's the reason I got it. And it feels frustrating not to be able to flex like that in front of people when I buy uh, toilet paper at the store. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Just hand them the credit card. It's like, I got one, I'm getting 1% oh, on this, but you're jealous. I'm getting the four-ply. Because <laughs> yeah. I can afford it. <laughs> not for any other reason. Sorry. Oh, can't spell four-ply without four, which is also in the word afford. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's always funny that the credit card that Apple made is. I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm interested has, to see once I get it to how it affects. Cause I'm gonna I'm just gonna put it in my wallet and use it like a normal card. I'm not gonna baby it. And yeah. See what happens. What kind of stains on that come on that precious precious white front. They should yeah. make a matte black version. They should a space gray urban. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Matte. <laughs> and then a rose gold. It's rose, yeah, rose gold. It's rose gold apple gold. That would actually look pretty right. baller. Honestly. It would look pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you could pick the color a rose that you want. Gold credit card. I would. That would be the easiest way to solve this problem. Just offer a space gray variant. Mm. Especially yeah. since they're releasing dark theme with iOS 13. It would yeah. go perfectly with it. Exactly. Or your card would just mm-hmm. switch based on the theme of your phone. That would blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they figured that technology out? Then people would be interested in the cards. Yeah. Hey, remember they already. What you the could fold. do is just yeah. make the front an e-ink display, hey, right? And yeah. then you just switch it, being white during the day, dark during the night. Smart. Because you know my credit cards burn my eyes when I'm <laughs> at late at night at a bar, and I pull my wallet out, just my eyes just get seared <laughs> from the white of my credit card. Oh my God! What if you open your wallet and just shines like in uh um um uh, what? Oh my God! I can't think of the movie. 
Oh my god. That would truly be the Pulp most fiction Apple thing. Pulp fiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just open your wallet to try to pay for something and just like ha oh. That would truly be the most Apple thing ever. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Oh. Um I think a gift of you doing that, Irvin. <laughs> on top of a Vega. <laughs> yes. Just like it's like who's got the tab? Don't worry. It's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that game plan, Matt. <laughs> I, I'm into it. Just, like open up that wallet. Um, so YouTube is waking up. What? YouTube's deep it's woke AI. It's woke. woke. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? This is the greatest. I think this is one of the top like five headlines we've ever like spoken oh. about on this podcast. YouTube is removing videos of robots fighting each other for animal cruelty. <laughs> the AI probably is like, oh wait. This is us. No, we can't have this on YouTube. So it just yeah. started automatically blocking it. Yeah. So things like BattleBots and like robot combat is being taken off of YouTube because, uh, according to YouTube, forcing animals to fight is not allowed on YouTube. Um, so this is where one of those situations where like you can't help but wonder if it's the robot saying this or if it's actually a person who's trying to get these videos taken off. Or if it's like some kind of really weird like algorithm thing that's happening, because YouTube has had a lot of problems in the past with its algorithm taking down and demonetizing channels. Um, but yeah, they say so they do say it's an algorithm that's trying to yeah. take down robot combat videos. It's a disgrace. We want to get YouTube's attention to stop this because it's ridiculous. Um, so there are also other channels that are pointing out this issue to restore the problems that are happening. And it's just like it's kind of hilarious. Did it also take down those videos where people are kicking the Boston Dynamics robots? That I don't know, but that's <laughs> actually hilarious. They should, they should, because that that is like that's the true danger right there. If if the robots watch any video and decide to rise up, that's the one that's going to cause them to rise up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that these algorithms are just making decisions. And yeah. they just chose to, or like, oh yeah, that seems violent. We've and truly reached peak internet. Some animal <laughs> type of thing is is being hurt, so I'm gonna take it down. Yeah. Does how many like regular fighting videos still exist on YouTube, or maybe like uh, MMA? Like, oh, this is my MMA audition video. No, or something. humans hitting each other. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No yeah. big deal. Human on human combat, cool. Yeah. Battlebots, nah. <laughs> that's cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. <laughs> those poor servers <laughs> poor servers those poor computers poor microchips no <laughs> what a oh the silicon aren't half of them just like RC cars <laughs> the yeah they're like glorified <laughs> they're RC even, cars yeah they're not even robots yeah, yeah. it's little remote control vehicles with power tools on them yeah some of them literally are like I saw, I think I saw one with a pair of like garden hedge clippers on it or something like that. <laughs> but, Robot Wars from the early 2000s. You used to have like a TV show or something. I remember watching that. Dude, I used to love that show, BattleBots. BattleBots, that's what it was. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. <laughs> I loved that show. It was before they had drones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have saved up. <laughs> I was like, I'm an American. I enjoy gratuitous violence. Robots, let's go. Robots beating <laughs> each other up. This is the closest we can get to the future in the 90s and the the aughts. Let's go. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the closest you can get to violence, to carry this along into the next one, the first death has been linked to vaping in Illinois. Um, 
I just, I just wanted to talk about that other one pretty quickly, but this one is an interesting article because we were talking about this a little bit before the show started, and I wanted to save the discussion for the show as Irvin takes a hit of his jewel. Take a fat <laughs> hit on my vape. <laughs> bro, do you even vape, bro? Are both of you vaping right now? Oh, I'm not, no. Oh, okay. I was going to say that would be hilarious. If I would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has um, not phased me, Matt, this news. Yeah, um, that's fine. So, Thompson, tell me what you were mentioning earlier before the show started about Illinois. I'm curious. Oh, it's background. just interesting. I've seen about three articles <laughs> relating to this now, and they all say there's been 22 cases in the state of Illinois with patients ranging from 17 to 38 years old, but they don't really, like, I, so here we got, in this article it says um, there, are other, there are 22 states affected, but it always points out Illinois for some reason. That's always, like, the highlighted state with the yeah. majority, and I was always wondering why. They're up to two. The number's two hundred total confirmed oh, wow. with this il- ailment, illness. Like sick which they haven't or named. <laughs> just sick or not not deceased. No, sick with whatever this is that the CDC is classified as a illness, but interesting. They haven't, they haven't given it a name. Uh, Do we know? The, oh, go uh, ahead. Uh, many, it says many of the cases were involved. Uh, involved uh, um, were vaping THC. Uh, and yeah. but they haven't confirmed if it's a, a, a primary component of what's causing this. Right. Um. Maybe that those people within Illinois got a bad batch of whoever was making that vape. I don't know. Um. I'm I'm sure they're doing the research to see exactly what's causing these. Um. It's definitely not good that this is happening. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean it's probably still safer than cigarettes but it might be causing some other issues that we might not know about um Uh, because i mean up until now the the biggest thing has just been exploding vapes right when their initial ones came out with the giant batteries in them yeah yeah Yeah, mm -hmm. you get the the giant ones that are basically using like unprotected batteries essentially yeah cheap chinese batteries that just you know soldered together no regulators put in there the types of batteries yeah. that if you held both ends your hand gets hot <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah yeah oh i follow a youtube channel where somebody uh, there's a guy who just he buys all the recycled ones the ones that people don't want anymore and he makes tesla like essentially a tesla power wall out of those batteries <laughs> oh my god like they, they have a high capacity yeah and like um this is just interesting just because it's like the first death that's happened outside of like the explosion of a vape pen so i'm just it's curious to like just bring up and something that like if someone does vape just be aware of the risks that you're yeah that you might be exposing yourself to that being said like you mentioned if you're a smoker and you're using a vape to get off of it things like a jewel or smaller products are probably better than using cigarettes um but like Mm. you it's debatable yeah debatable but if you're using it to quit yeah, and but the thing is that once you're, if we're speaking from personal experience, once you're on the right. vape, it's hard to quit that. And then you, yeah. and it seems like you're more addicted to that than you were smoking previously. Yes. Because um, they do have a very high nicotine, uh, content. nicotine, nicotine content. And right, right. that really uh, gets you even more addicted. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, uh, conclude, or the, it's still up in the air if it's if vaping is is better for you. Um, just and by a margin, even even in my mind, neither of them are good. It's better just not not do any of it. But right, 
Well, the other thing is not do it 24-7, which I do. Oh, yeah. I I had that problem with them, too. And if they're so convenient, you can just do it anywhere Mm -hmm. or places you're not supposed to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because you can just hide it. Yeah. Like, super easy to use. And I was actually wondering, it looks like they they had mentioned that um, there is a... There's a couple cases where THC has been involved, but it hasn't been directly linked. Because I know there's like a growing market of people in states where it's legal, where they are using like THC vapes for the purpose of whether it's self-medicating or just for recreation or whatever. So I'm just like, I'm interested in following that one just because it seems to be like something that was sold as a medicine almost is now having this incredibly harmful side effect. Or if it's mostly related to the chemicals and like the nicotine products that are sold along with it. Well, it, it mentions in this article that there is a black market for the THC containing vape cartridges, mm-hmm. and I, I've known, you know, like through I guess speculation that there are all these cartridges floating around that are, you know, they're not containing actual THC derivatives. They're like just they're they're close to THC chemically, but they're not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Because in states where it's still outlawed, it's still legal, it's easier to get those through. Like mm-hmm. in states where where we where THC is now legal and it's regulated, it's much easier to control. Yeah. So states like the east, like most of the states in the East Coast, it's still kind of the wild west for those black market cartridges. Yeah, you're getting a couple states that are starting to allow stuff. Like you have uh, Massachusetts where it's recreational, and then you have right. I Jersey. believe I think Maine even too, and then uh, maybe not Maine, but um, there's Jersey's legal um, for not recreation, but for, not recreation but yeah it's, yeah, it's, medicinal. it's PA is getting medicinal. more lenient yeah, yeah. PA so is like doing anxiety now <laughs> yeah they just added anxiety yeah and so it's like it, it's one of those things where like most of the west coast if not the entirety of the west coast is recreational so it's probably much easier to get it over there but yeah it's just interesting because like like I said a lot of that stuff is used for medication and uh, it, it would be probably important to do research on that if you're selling something as a way to to medicate if you're if you go to a dispensary to just, know the risks ahead of time. It, it needs regulation. You need to go you need to buy it from a store that's actually regulating their products. Yeah. So when, when it, in states where it's not legal, you're still getting that risk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um okay. So it's just an interesting article to bring up. Yeah. Just about the because it's the first person to die from a non exploded vape. Uh so yeah. Moving on to the juicy piece of today's show is China. <laughs> oh. um, so Twitter has we're not okay. So to, to preface this, we're not going to get into the politics behind the protests. We're not. I mean, we can if you want to, but I feel like it's the tech around this um, is equally as important as the stuff happening on the ground in Hong Kong. Um, but Twitter and a couple other social media services have spoken out against China for the disinformation campaigns that are currently happening across the internet in reference to the Hong Kong protests. And in response, Twitter has shut down about 200,000 Chinese accounts for spreading such disinformation. Um, This definitely is probably not going to be the last time we're hearing about these social media accounts, but um, they're shutting down... uh, Accounts believed to be part of a Chinese government influence campaign against the pro-democracy protest movement in Hong Kong. Um, 
So it's just like crazy because you're getting this disinformation campaign across all social media, um, whether it's inward facing or outward facing from the Chinese government. And it's like interesting to see these social media accounts kind of stepping up to bat, to bat and like taking these accounts down for spreading disinformation. Um, I guess 2016 has trained them to spot false information in such a way. Um, but Twitter and Facebook have both openly come out against China in these protests. Um, but Google has been weirdly silent. I wonder why. Hmm. I wonder they got that... some into some heat for when the, the rumors came out that they're, they're verg- working on version for China or Google for China. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got some heat uh, for that. Or people spoke up within the company who were part of that project allegedly and, and spoke out against it. So maybe they don't want to. Um, voice their opinion in this case maybe they're like we're just not going to stay out of this i think Uh, it's because google is currently trying to get into the chinese market yeah and these these protests are happening in hong kong where um all these platforms are not blocked they're actually available we can get google there's a hong kong version of google twitter you Mm -hmm. can get all that it's 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 the main chinese government who's trying to uh, put some more uh, uh, pressure, more some influence on the Hong Kong region uh, of China mm-hmm. that these people are protesting about. Um, so, you know, people in Hong Kong can see these. It's not like they're not able to. So that that's good that Twitter um, got rid of these posts um, and figure out where they were coming from because maybe they weren't um, clever enough to hide where it was coming from. And then they quickly figured out, Hey, these are coming from the same IP or whatever it may be um, on how they got onto the platform, but it's good for them to take action and, and speak up, you know, and say, Hey, this is not allowed. You can't say things that are not true on our platform. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. a lot of people <laughs> wait a minute, still, wait a Although, <laughs> <laughs> we should tell the president that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> For the, to avoid getting political, obviously. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're totally unbiased. Yeah. That would be um, great. That would be the greatest day if Twitter shut down the real D- Donald Trump account. Apparently they have uh, come close to doing that on several occasions, but they have decided that keeping his account active is a matter of national security a baller move i would love yeah. that <laughs> like all right oh, we're done you can't use our platform with this like, we're, we're just gonna end it right here like we've yeah. had enough from a business perspective he gets twitter on the news every night yep yep yeah their investors are not gonna allow that to happen because they get so many ad revenue from just it being on the news every single day that people, more and more people are going on there and actively browsing it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's just an interesting thing because, like, disinformation in the Internet is so ubiquitous nowadays that it's interesting to see these, like, targeted occasions where you see, like, um, in, like, terms of these, like, political uprisings or, like, uh, protests, you see all these campaigns that come out spreading false information and you see it here too and like protests when one side is peacefully protesting you'll see people on the internet folks focusing on like the two or three people who decide to break a window or something like mm-hmm. that or like right. push around a person on the streets 
And it's just interesting to see the the sheer amount of it. And like watching this happen live from kind of like a third party uh, is just fascinating to me. And um and like tech has played such a huge role in global politics, especially with like you were talking about our president and his uh, Twitter uh, sprees late at night. And then um, not only that, but you have communications from other foreign leaders as well. Um, just through various social media accounts and like we were talking about China's control over their entire internet and they have their own versions of social media that's pro-China and then the Hong Kong has access to the full entirety of the internet. It's just interesting to see how tech is playing out in this. Like um, Twitter, I believe, was a big part of, what was it, the Arab Spring movement? Mm -hmm. So that was something that was like, you see that in the past too and they were using it to communicate. The government was using it to track movement, and you get it from all sides. Yeah. So, yeah. how do we stop this? Like, how do we stop the spread of misinformation? Do we have to have oh. like a, a fact-checked internet? Who's responsible for checking those facts? Because again, everyone has biases. Everyone has their point of view. The people in charge of that particular, you know, who's checking that fact might lean certain right or left, whatever it may be. They might influence the way that they're representing yeah. that information as well. It's just we're just humans, and we're always going to have different opinion. We just have to live with that, and that's fine. That's fine so, with me. People yeah. are allowed to have different opinions, but facts are facts for certain topics that don't need to be argued yeah. on the internet particularly. Right. And I feel it's like so not... easy for it to spread so fast on the yeah. internet that it's it seems like an impossible problem to solve. I just so, don't know. Yeah, I, just, I don't know I how, feel how to... Like you're not gonna see disinformation go away not at um, all. what i feel like you are going to see is an increased emphasis on critical thinking skills mm. taught by education like in like institutions like schools and right. universities and things like that like there's going to be courses don't in think college yeah don't take things at face value don't just read the headline and yeah. spread take it as truth and start spreading well, it yeah. it should also be up to these tech companies with it to see a, if a government if a government page is spreading disinformation, that's a problem. Yeah. Like any yeah. any 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 person, any regular person on Twitter can say whatever they want, whatever. That's Twitter. But if it's yeah. a government saying something that's not true, or if it's saying something to for, to to um lean its audience one way or the other, that's a problem. Also, like uh in in terms of like reading news articles and online things, like. Just basic information, like is the article you're reading citing its quotes? Are they are they linking back to the original source for those who wish to follow up on that information can quickly access it? Like is it is the availability of information that you're getting from your news source is it cited? Like even just that one basic question can stop a lot of those things because a lot of these news organizations just kind of have these baseless claims that offer no real like vetting in terms of what they're actually saying. Right. But if you have a certain point of view, you tend to um, gather from news sources who also align with that point of view. You ha- you sort of get, uh, tend to aggregate those types and, and mm-hmm. lean towards those you so you get into this filter bubble 
that mm-hmm. this is all you see so it has to be true yeah. because all your friends are the friend people who you're friends with also agree with that particular issue or, or topic or whatever it may be and you're just stuck in this feedback loop and um nothing is um uh, raising anything against that fact or if they are then they must be wrong because everybody else seems to agree with around me so you must be the person who's wrong on that particular topic so it's kind of hard to stop that people like getting into that small group niche group of like and then oh, getting sure. that feedback and then they're trapped in that bubble yeah it's cyclical yeah so yeah it's it's so easy to get stuck in that Right, and I don't want to go too Joe Rogan here, but you know, you know, you always see the the theory is like, oh, we're just, we, you know, we're just, we're just having one giant shared hallucination, and really, the common ground between all of us is economics. <laughs> Bro, do you even DMT? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think like it's it's very easy to get sucked into that bubble, but also like one thing that that I do at least to minimize the effect of that bubble is um, seeking out other sources that maybe offer competing viewpoints like for example um i follow every single democratic candidate on facebook as well as donald trump and i did that during the 2016 campaign i did that during the rest of through uh the president's current presidency um and then like i'll look up articles and watch things on on competing news organizations just kind of like dip your feet in the other side for a while and just see what's happening over there because like you don't have to stay you don't have to like what they're saying but it helps to know what's going on on the other side but i feel like i do that too but i feel like we're the exception not the rule in that not a lot of people don't do that yeah because like then that's and that's kind of the reason why i wanted to say it here is like granted like yeah we're we're not we're no Joe Rogan, but we're go, we're gonna be one day. Whoever um, we reach, we want to get the message out there yeah. to be open to other ideas and not take everything at face value and do your own research and critical right. thinking on anything yeah. that you see on the internet, especially and even with people you talk face to face, IRL. You know, don't take everything as as truth. Whatever they say, make your own decisions. Make your own conclusions based on the information you have mm-hmm. and be very careful with yeah. facts and just make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into yeah it's it's like it's not a good look to just like get yourself in like shoehorn yourself into this one ideology and like live your life with these self-affirming beliefs because then you get like you get those weird things where like people snarkily post like memes on facebook to get a rise out of family members because they're not doing any research and trying to understand what's going on on the other side or things like that yeah i mean i i do that but that's after doing research (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah either way it's something that's important to know and like understanding the other side is just as important as having your own opinion on the issue because then you can understand why people might not necessarily agree with you yeah yeah. Homework tonight. Watch Fox News. <laughs> uh, I want to sleep well tonight, Matt. I don't think I can do that. Have you guys watched that uh, that that show on Showtime by any chance? The Loudest Voice about Roger Ailes. I have not. Who, uh, founded Fox News. It's, no. It's an interesting show. I'd recommend it. Uh, What's it on? I just I finished it last night. It was pretty good. Uh, it's on Showtime. Okay. 
What's the Plex, but um, <laughs> what's show? Oh, okay. What's the show called again? Um, it's called The Loudest Voice. It's okay. Russell Crowe. He's he plays Roger Ailes, and oh. uh, it's got Seth MacFarlane in it and a couple others. Hmm. Oh, okay, cool, interesting. Yeah, it's a good recommendation. Yeah, you should have recommendations at the end of the show. People we like, should. Oh, what'd you what'd you seen or tech or utility or whatever things you can recommend? Yeah, we I'm should, into that. We should do that. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw I a couple weeks ago. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I thoroughly recommend that movie. Nice, I, I want to see I that. I still need to see that. Yeah, <laughs> such a good movie. Oh, stop! Oh my I god, see it. So I want to see it. I know. We're gonna go see. Um, I think uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday. We're gonna go see the new Hobbs and Shaw movie. Nice. I'm curious about that. The one thing that I've heard from that movie is that it's just straight up loud. Like that's the only thing. Like people are like, yeah, it's a good movie, but it's just really loud. <laughs> so, and then I can attest to that. We were watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I could hear Hobbs and Shaw next to us in a theater <laughs> over. So, I'm expecting to have to bring like earplugs or something like that. So, it was my recommendation for the week. Hey, for an action movie, I'm not. That's not a complaint. Also, it's The Rock. He just got married. Yeah, yeah, of course. Give him some money for that honeymoon. Should be the next president. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Him and Tom Hanks. He would win if he ran. Everybody would just vote for him. He'd just smile at you, and you're like, okay, you got my vote. He would just say, what can I say except you're welcome? And I would be like, you got me. That's my vote right there. Imagine him like in foreign foreign diplomacy. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? (laughs) The Iranian leaders is terrified. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can. I don't know. I have a TV and it's up to Oh, no. Anyway. I, that would be... That's, that's actually hilarious. I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, we ended on a, 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 a happy note. <laughs> Looks I, like an old depressing topic at the end. If you want to bring, bring it back up. A little bit. No, I'm I'm after what we talked about. Oh, yeah. Yes. A little bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy that like I, I I am definitely into like if someone has something that they want to bring up that they saw or did or whatever, even if it's at the beginning of the podcast, I wouldn't mind opening up to that. Also, um, either beginning or the end, just like a free talk. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I want to give a shout out to uh, YouTube coding tutorials because they have been a godsend. Lately Why? <laughs> Why? What's, what's your latest project? What well, the the bot I'm building for Slack. Oh. Um. Yeah. I'm a little rusty on my uh, JavaScript skills and Node.js. Mm-hmm. So I've been brushing up all using review YouTube tutorials and they're awesome. And thank yeah. you for everyone who posts tutorials on there. <laughs> you can literally re- learn anything you want well, on the internet. Have you seen Have you seen Free Code Camp? That YouTube that YouTube account. Yeah. They have. They, across they, them. I don't know how they do it, but daily they post like four hour plus tutorials on like the latest JavaScript frameworks and like programming languages, and I straight up have like binged a couple of their videos just because like they're so informative or like one of them is like watch a guy live code a tetris game and react or something like that yeah and it's like really cool to watch and like also they happen to have my one of my favorite radio stations accounts 
Um, they have a live video up at all times. That's like the, uh, it's like music to program to or whatever. And it's like hip hop beats or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just like hip hop, like jazz kind of like drum beats. And they, yeah. it's, so it's a 24 seven radio and it's like very, very entertaining and very smooth. That's pretty sweet. It's just I so think. easy to learn. There's no excuse to yeah. not to go out and you want to learn something on the internet, there's probably a resource of someone teaching you how to do that thing. Yeah. Whatever it may be, whatever it be, software skills or um, hard hard skills, like, you know, there's why well, I got into like a, um, a weird rabbit hole of, um, I uh, follow this subreddit called, called Artisan Videos, okay. and it's people working, making things with their hands. And who are really good at that and sort of calming and really fascinating people actually, you know, have these skills that I don't have. I wish I had. Um, Can we put these in the show notes for anybody who's interested? We can. We we definitely can at the end. Um, And they're really awesome videos of, like, people just doing what they do best and, you know, put together in a nice video format. You can just watch them do their craft and make whatever it may be. Um, it's it's pretty awesome, and I just yeah. maybe may, mainly because I'm just envious of that particular <laughs> subset of people that I don't have that talent. Yeah, well, no, it's practice, man. Dude, yeah. I have been super into so like not even um, not even that far off. I have been super into this one YouTube uh, account called Invicta, and he does uh, like deep low-level analysis of famous historical battles from ancient times all the way to, like, modern era. And I'm currently adding the free code camp link to the nice. to the show notes just so that way people can check that out if they want to, and then you can add yours in. But Invicta is, like, if you're into, like, historical stuff, he, he'll he talk about, like the, like, the campaigns of Julius Caesar or, like, Alexander the Great, and, like, he'll talk about the battle strategies and, like, the things that happened outside the battles to influence the tide, like him like meeting with people in secret on the other side to like slowly shift the brain, like the mentality of the opposing army to be less opposed to his will or whatever. And like, it's just so cool and like so fascinating to watch that. And also for anybody who likes game of Thrones after the, the finale, um, he did battle analysis on the long night, and on the siege of uh, whatever that city is called, um, Westeros. No, the, um, no, the one where the King's queen Landing. was King's Landing. King's Landing. King's Landing. Yeah, he did like battle analysis, and like also he did. Uh, he at the very end of the video, he proposes like alternative strategies that he would have done based off of Roman and medieval combat tactics, and it's like really cool to watch. <laughs> so I'm like I'm super into history, so I love that stuff. Those sound pretty interesting. Yeah. Wait, can I ask you guys, how do you organize your tutorials? Organize? To go back to. Yeah. I do a watch later list on watch YouTube. Later. So I like yeah. toss it into. Well, I, no, uh, what I do is like that video, and there's a like playlist that automatically gets created within YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I don't like many videos, only the ones that I want to go back to. Yeah. Uh, I don't smash that like button like everyone tells me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I add it to a list. 
<laughs> yeah, I I make I make running playlists for every single one. Like I got <laughs> I got a playlist for dog training, After Effects, Photoshop, Fruity Loops, Ableton. I got Plex, <laughs> Lightroom <laughs> tutorials, Fume Effects, Drones, RetroPie, Fractals. Like I don't know, it, the playlists for me seem really useful because I can always get back. It's like I I only see like one little snippet of a tutorial that really stands out. That's all I need. So that way I can just like throw it in there and have it organized. Yeah. I have ones for um, things that I would like to learn how to make with uh, that binging with Babish account. Babish. Babish, yeah. I have um, I have some Java Spring tutorials, uh, oh, videos, nice. videos on like PC, um, like maintenance Hardware. stuff, like how to clean the PC, and then like some gaming ones that I follow. Yeah, oh. pop in the BIOS chip in and out was a first for me. Like, <laughs> 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 I gotta credit that guy because there was only one tutorial I found on. That. <laughs> hate, my, my worst, my my worst nightmare is like when you go into a, a web forum and you're trying to find the solution to something, and you oh. see the one guy who had the literal exact problem that you're having, and, and no then answer. five, no, no, it's <laughs> even worse than no answer. Like, like three hours later, you see him replying to himself saying, NVM, got it. Like, never mind. Oh, yeah. There's no... <laughs> I was like, what? Who was your solution? How did you find it? Why didn't you share it? <laughs> I'm just like, why wouldn't you just tell me? <laughs> That's like the worst way to troll people. <laughs> like I like I get it. <laughs> like I get it. Like nobody helped him out, so he solved it. So he's not gonna help anybody else out. But like that's not how the world goes around. You gotta help people. You gotta collaborate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I've also got a watch list on YouTube videos on like Redstone stuff for Minecraft way back when when I was super into that. But we're not gonna get into that here. So. <laughs> You don't want to share? <laughs> yeah, it's just if you're into Minecraft and watch, I have a couple of people who might you might be interested in. You can always just reach out to me on Twitter, and I'll be more than happy to talk about it. <laughs> share that watch list, man. You can share the link, I think. Um, maybe. Let me see if I have it. But either way, well, it'll be in the show notes if I if I could find it. Cool. Um, Mostly just the Minecraft subreddit, actually. Reddit.com slash Minecraft. Whatever. Ooh, r slash Minecraft. r slash. Yeah. Are you going to get an RTX graphics card now that our Minecraft will be implementing ray tracing? Did oh, you yeah, see we, the video? I got some Did shader. Yeah. It's weird. It's so weird. I got some shader <laughs> I got some shader pack for Minecraft because I've been playing on, a, on Jeff's server. And um, it's, like, alarmingly beautiful how, like detailed it is i think i sent a picture of it to the slack if not I'll, I'll send one i saved it to a discord now that would be cool to have vr kit for yeah it would uh let me let me actually post that to let me post that to our slack i think i have a picture somewhere but um so i put the artisan videos link in the uh show notes as well so you should be able to see it whatever podcast podcast catcher podcast i can't talk podcast <laughs> catcher that uh you're listening to this on um but yeah i think that closes out the show you can review us i know that matt set up a couple brand new links that you could directly yeah. access our stuff i don't know them top of my head so maybe matt you can list them off um, create them yeah so if you go to let me actually let me go to the website myself um so you can go to beards of oh, hold on, my the skype windows in the way of the thing okay there we go so you can go to 
Uh, whenever we get our stream back up and running, you can go to beardsoftech.com slash Twitch to get to that. Uh, once we get them set up again, I'm pretty sure we're going to do a YouTube simulcast. Um, mm-hmm. So, which means we'll be streaming to both at the same time. It'll be beardsoftech.com slash YouTube. Uh, I'm also going to set up the Apple review. So it'll be beardsoftech.com slash review. And it'll take you straight to our Apple podcast review section. So you can drop a review if you like what you hear. Um, on top of that, we are available literally everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can go to beardsoftech.com slash subscribe to get to any one of these links. Um, which is super nice. Or just uh, search for Beards of Tech in your favorite podcast app, and you'll be the, able to. Yeah. Look for the green face. Green face icon, or say it to your um, uh, Alexa or Google Home device, and yeah. it'll go ahead and play it. Latest yeah. episode. Just speak it, and we will come in your ear holes. Whoa! Wait, wait, that sounded <laughs> weird. <laughs> Did not. Be just it. gonna let that one sit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what just happened there. Let's leave it in. Unedited. <laughs> Unedited <laughs> footage. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I can't even continue. I can't even continue off of that. Yeah. We just gotta, we just gotta end the show. <laughs> on that note, oh, man. On that note, um, play me out. But yeah, so like I, like, like Urban was trying to say, you can find us literally anywhere. <laughs> He's losing it right now. You can find us literally anywhere. Um, beardsoftech.com slash subscribe to get to any of our information with that being said this has been episode 89 and we will see you and your ear holes in the next one (laughs) 